Welcome to the fifth episode of our CICP 20th anniversary mini-series for our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. This is presented by Agrinovas Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector. It's the sector where food, agriculture, science, and technology all converge. This week, excited to sit down with Brian Stimmy, the project director at Bio Crossroads. And uh, Brian, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thanks, Gary. I appreciate it. Uh, again, this is the fifth uh, installment of our CICP 20th anniversary uh, mini series. And uh, Brian, you're the project director for Bio Crossroads. Before we get into uh, kind of the workings and inner workings of Bio Crossroads, which is a fascinating initiative, start by a bit about uh, uh, your professional journey, how you got to where you are. Sure. Uh, I moved to uh, Indianapolis to attend Butler University, and after uh, earning a degree in accounting, went on to work for Arthur Anderson and for Lilly. Uh, I went through the Stanley K. Lacey uh, Leadership Series uh, early 2000s and really felt inspired to try to do something to help the city. Uh, There was this new thing called the Central Indiana Life Sciences Initiative that had been formed, and having been at Lilly, uh, it was uh, natural for me to come in and try to be a volunteer, help them uh, get moving and that's kind of where I ended up starting. Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up uh, in St. Louis and in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Did you ever envision uh, you know, doing something like this uh, when you, as you were growing up or as you were getting to college and uh, in those formative years? I think that um, I've always been interested in public policy uh, and just how the economy works. But I would say that I really was focused on business and accounting coming Mm -hmm. out of school. It's been a fantastic job, really the best one that I've had after in my career, uh, but certainly uh, was not expected. BioCrossroads really is the first uh, initiative to be formed uh, from CICP. Tell us about uh, kind of the history, the background of how BioCrossroads launched and really got its start. Well, the Central Indiana Corporate Partnership uh, did an asset mapping uh, project in early 2000s. They looked at it and thought that life sciences was an opportunity to uh, grow. Uh, the Human Genome Project had just been going on. There was a lot of activity. So they uh, brought together stakeholders. And actually, the founders in 2002 of what became BioCrossroads was uh, the president of Indiana University, Purdue University, Indiana Health Industry Forum, yeah. uh, the president of Central Indiana Corporate Partnership, mm-hmm. and Mayor Peterson. BioCrossroads has evolved uh, a lot and matured uh, since then. Talk about the initiative today um, and and what it, what it encompasses. Sure. We really uh, do three things. We connect, we invest, and we educate. By connecting, uh, we worked with our stakeholders, corporations, state government, philanthropy, universities, and try to find opportunities where we can insert, uh, increase the research capacity, uh, try to create new opportunities uh, in the region for uh, talented individuals. By investing, we actually have run three seed funds where we make investments in early stage companies, and we helped form uh, two fund of funds that made larger mm-hmm. investments. And by educate, we uh, 
have several events each year called Frameworks, where we do those at Butler University and at IBRI to help educate both in business and in scientific topics what's going on in the industry. Um, finally, on, on the educate side, we uh, hold a yearly conference called the Indiana Life Sciences Summit, and that will bring together national and local experts to talk about the industry. And it, it's being held September 26th uh, here at the Marriott North. I'm uh, really excited about the set of speakers. We're going to be focusing on artificial intelligence. Talk about what BioCrossroads has done to elevate the um, the visibility, if you will, the uh, uh, the prominence of the life sciences in Indiana. The assets here are enormous uh, from the private sector side, acad- academia. Uh, by all measures, this is a very robust life sciences mm-hmm. industry, but maybe not a lot of folks outside of Indiana necessarily knew that. We've really focused on uh, three areas to get that done. Uh, the first is we do actively market uh, the region uh, through uh, ads, through targeted marketing. Uh, we also have put together these large uh, multi-partner um, uh, partnerships, specifically uh, the Indiana Biosciences Research Institute, 16 Tech, Indiana Health Information Exchange. All of those are initiatives where multiple stakeholders have come together around a shared goal, whether that's uh, sharing health information with IHI or doing diabetes research through IBRI. So that is really um, things that have helped put us on the map. They've increased the region's capabilities and been an attraction uh, tool mm-hmm. also. Talk about uh, signature projects at BioCrossroads. What would you identify as some of those signature projects? I would go back and say Indiana Biosciences Research Institute, IBRI, and 16 Tech have really been some of our uh, strongest and largest initiatives. BioCrossroads was also a founder of Agronovus, mm-hmm. which has you know, been a fantastic entity and is growing like crazy. Um, finally, I would say really our seed funds. Uh, those are challenging to raise, but very important in an environment where we're still trying to get as much many startups going as possible. You mentioned 16 Tech, and certainly that is a very high profile. Uh, many people view as a transformational project uh, for Central Indiana and really mm-hmm. the state. Talk about that project, the importance, uh, in, in particular, the importance of talent attraction and, and keeping talent here. You know, I looked back at uh, when BioCrossroads was formed in 2002, and one of the key goals for the entity was to help uh, start a uh, downtown-based community research area. And so looking now, many years later, to see 16 Tech formed and starting has been exciting. You know, it really is going to be an opportunity for both large companies and small companies to come together, cross industries. Uh, there's going to be maker space. There's going to be co-working space. Um, larger companies as well as uh, places like the med school and IBRI are going to be there. And I think that we're going to see that area transform. Um, It's a fantastic area. It's near downtown. It's on the west side. It's got its challenges, but we think it's going to make a big difference and it's going to bring a lot of people together. We're already seeing uh, entities that are interested in coming in and we're already getting a lot of calls about uh, individuals who may be uh, changing careers or maybe thinking about new things who are asking us about is there office space available? Mm-hmm. Is there co-working space available? So we really think it's going to make a difference on talent traction. Why is 16 Tech, in your view, important from a competitive standpoint? As you look at this region competing with, with other high-profile regions around the country who maybe have these types of, of assets and attractions, why is it important from a, from a competitive standpoint? Well, I think that uh, having a place-making initiative is really important. Several other cities have done that, but I think what makes ours unique 
unique is that it's really being driven by the private sector. You know, the state government and the city government have been very important uh, partners, but having the uh, partnership with industry driving that so there is increased investment without just relying on the government mm-hmm. is fantastic because that's going to be able to help it last long, long term. Bio Crossroads recently appointed Patty Martin as the new CEO of the organization. Brian, in your view, what makes Patty the right fit, the right person uh, for the team? And uh, what are a few of the things that we can expect to see from her from a from a leadership standpoint? Well, I had the opportunity to work with Patty at, when I was at Lilly, and she is, uh, first of all, very smart. Uh, she had roles in alliance management, finance, product development on the diabetes team. She's very well respected within Lilly and very well respected in the business community through some civic Mm -hmm. uh, leadership roles that she had. So not only is she smart, but she's going to be, she's very engaged. She's going to be very active. She's going to be very collaborative and transparent. And I think that uh, we're going to really see uh, her evolve and really just take this organization to a new level. One thing I wanted to touch on, too, to give people an idea uh, from a competitive standpoint, we were talking about bio crossroads and the life sciences. That is such a competitive area. I mean, so many regions and cities all over the United States are really going after these same same kind of investment. Talk about uh, how competitive it is out there. It really is. I think the uh, one of the uh, advantages that Indianapolis and central Indiana and frankly, the whole state Indiana have is that we have quite a bit of it already. Mm-hmm. Uh, life sciences is very expensive requires very specific types of talent, uh, takes a long time to show progress. And so I think that Indianapolis having those assets, having a history of research and development and life sciences manufacturing gives us an advantage. But certainly there are places like Salt Lake City. There are newcomers like Nashville who are also trying to do things in this area. Right now, uh, Central Indiana has got a competitive advantage, but we have to keep doing things like 16 Tech, like IBRI, so that we can continue to attract that talent and keep it here in some cases and find it other places in other cases. Brian, I think uh, collaboration is is a hallmark of, of CICP, I think is a hallmark of, of Indianapolis and Indiana, folks coming together to get things done. As you look um, at that, that whole collaboration space and cross-sector or multidisciplinary collaboration, what do you see as maybe some opportunities among CICP, uh, CICP initiatives for collaboration across sectors. I know you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, the ag biosciences and agronovus and, and biocross, which is a natural. Yeah, actually, uh, agronovus, I think, is one of the best opportunities uh, between uh, the opportunities for biocrossroads and TechPoint to work with agronovus and entrepreneurial support in early stage investing from the biocrossroads side, from uh, talent attraction and some of the other things going on at TechPoint. I think those programs and the, and the three of those entities working together is really going to make a big difference. The other area that really jumps out at me is talent attraction. I think that you're going to continue to see the sector initiatives working with Ascend to help develop programs, to help uh, find the right people to get here. And I think that um, together, you're going to be very effective. Brian Stimmy is the project director at Bio Crossroads. Brian, uh, thanks for your insights. Thanks for your leadership uh, as well and uh, for joining us on this week's podcast. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank uh, you. All right. That's Brian Stimmy, the project director at Bio Crossroads, giving us some great insights into Indiana's life sciences uh, sector. And thank you as well for joining us on this latest edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agrinovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And keep up to date with Agrinovus 
by following them on Twitter, also on Instagram at Agrinovasin, and you can also find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for joining us. I'm Gary Dick. We'll see you next time. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business, hosted by Gary Dick, produced by Libby Fritz and Joe Ullery, and was recorded on location at Launch Fishers. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.